Today we continue in, through the octave of Christmas celebrations where we have a couple of particular saint feast days and today we honor the memory of St. John the Apostle and the Evangelist. And I love the gospel reading that we have today. It teaches us a lot about St. John and the ways that he viewed his discipleship and his relationship with the Lord. One thing we learn from the gospel about St. John is that he made sure that everybody for all time would know that he was faster than Peter. He was able to run way faster than Peter did. He multiple times says they both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter. And then the other disciple went in. The one who he, he got at the tomb first, don't forget. So number one, faster than Peter. Number two, one of my favorite things that I love about this, this scripture passage is the, the way, so I, I took Greek for a semester in the seminary, and the professor lifted up this passage as a particular example where the wording is very important. Because notice it says that Peter saw and he saw the claws, but then John saw the claws. And in our English, it's the same word. But in the Greek, it's actually two very different words that are used there. When it describes Peter seeing the claws, it's almost like he looked at it, right? Peter looked at the claws. But John more properly saw. It's almost like he saw through the meaning of that, and notice he said he saw and believed. He had faith. What was the difference between Peter seeing and John seeing? Why didn't Peter see and believe, right? Peter was the, the chief among the apostles. He's the one who first proclaimed God, Jesus like, you're the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Peter obviously had faith. Why did, why, what was the difference here between Peter just kind of looking at it, but John being able to see and believe? What I'm drawn to as I sat with that, um, just one, one perhaps something for us to reflect upon, is the way that John describes himself in his gospel. He never names himself, right? He's always the disciple whom Jesus loved. He defined his relationship, his identity was defined by that. He was the disciple whom Jesus loved. His relationship with Jesus was one, Jesus loves me. So he saw himself. And I believe it's that foundation that enabled John to have faith, to see through the darkness and to see the light. He was the only one who stood at the cross with Mary, right? He was the disciple whom Jesus loved. He received Mary into his home in a very beautiful way, I think because all that was rooted on the foundation that he was the one whom Jesus loved. Not the only one whom Jesus loved, obviously, but he saw himself as one who was first and foremost loved by Jesus. And a lot of these ancient texts, when there's characters that don't have a name, that's a lot of times intentional, so that we can read ourselves into those characters, right? They don't have a name because we're meant to see ourselves in that. We, every single one of us, are the disciple whom Jesus loved. And as we see um, the fruits of what Jesus did just two short days ago coming into our reality. It's a beautiful image to sit with. We are the disciple whom Jesus loved. That's the foundation. And I think John was able to grasp that and believe that that enabled him to do so many great things. Imagine what we could do. Imagine the relationship we could have if I truly believe the simple truth that I am right here, right now, imperfect though as I am, the disciple whom Jesus loved. Pray that the grace, that grace of seeing ourselves and seeing our identity in that way, may pierce our hearts as we celebrate Mass and honor St. John today. Amen.